Hi, hello, welcome to another episode of Isaiah's Newsstand. It's your host, Isaiah Edwards. The date is November the 6th, 2022. Hopefully you're having a good one. Um, I would say the weather in Ohio is pretty nice right now, actually. Um, you know, I don't know, blame it on the global warming. I don't know what it is. Felt like it was kind of colder for parts of October, and then it kind of warmed up, and it's kind of just staying warmer. Um, so that's kind of neat. Uh, I will say though, I'm, I'm so used to the changes that like, I want my hoodie time now, I guess. So, you know, when I'm here and it's 60, 70 degrees, I'm like, I I don't care. I'm wearing this hoodie. I don't care if I have to take it off. (laughs) So I don't know. I'm a bit of a flux, but I should appreciate it. But I was, I was complaining about this at work and literally my coworkers just looked at me like I was weird. And I was like, no, y'all right. Y'all right for that. (laughs) I'm, I'm wrong here. Uh, let's see, no food corner. Hopefully I, I'll have something better to report um, either here or on a bonus episode. I don't know. I'm not eating. I'm not eating well. No, I'm, I'm actually eating fine. I'm fine. I just haven't eaten anything worth talking about yet. I feel. Um, well, oh, no. Oh, my gosh. I'm sorry. This is still this is still mucus fog. It's betraying me. I do have a food corner. Let's get into it. Um I I actually doubled down on pizza yesterday. (laughs) Yeah, I doubled down on pizza yesterday. Um, I started off at a place. I'm getting it wrong. It's like Manilio's. I never had it before. Um, It's like a local place uh, to me. And I was like, all right, let's go. Let's eat it. And uh, I finally went. I got a 10-inch pizza pepperoni with a side of garlic bread with cheese it was it was pretty good it was fine i enjoyed it uh they did a thing where they have the pepperoni under the cheese so there was that but um yeah it was good pizza but i don't know what it was i've just i was chilling in the house all day after working and i was just like vibing and it got to like around like ten forty-five, and i was like you know what i could eat again pizza (laughs) and I did I went and ordered some Domino's and picked it up and I got a what is it a medium sausage pizza and a Philly they had a little deal and I used it it was pretty good so there you go what am I saying I was tripping like I said I was just fog um but yeah I totally ate and I'm gonna eat more so I'm, I'm more or less back, but you can probably hear I'm a little stuffy still, but, um, you know, we're, we're, we're marching along. Uh, speaking of marching along, we can get into this news. Um, I got the first bump from The Guardian. Two teenagers killed Spanish teacher over bad grade. Iowa prosecutors allege. Uh, Willard Miller and Jeremy Goodale accused of beating... Nohima Graber to death when they were 16. They will stand trial as adults. So this was, I don't know, it, it was a story that went through my newsfeed, and I was like, oh my gosh, that's crazy. Over grades, though, like, what? Um, and, and I didn't really have too much time to cover it, but I was like, okay, I'm going to get in here on the, since I got time, you know, this weekend, let's just make it happen. So, I mean... I just really couldn't imagine feeling that way about my my grades 
that I wanted to do that back in high school. Don't get me wrong. I, 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 I was, I was good at two shoes. I would say that. I mean, I was, I was a Christian kid, you know, I was really trying to do the straight and narrow stuff. Um, so yeah, like being good at school was something that was important to me, but I realized, especially by the time I got into high school, like this isn't that important. I just need to do well enough so that I can get into college and then I'm going to be fine. You know what I mean? My life will progress. Everything will be okay. But I can understand the, the, the crazed energy maybe you can get when you just make this your whole life of being good at school and like having high grades because that's going to open all the doors for you. Everything's going to be better for you and you just have to do it. Um, but I mean, taking it to the extreme that you kill your Spanish teacher, that's, that's wild. Um, so I guess, uh, the way this kind of went down also, this is, uh, Fairfield, Iowa. I just want to put that out there because, uh, that's like, there's a Fairfield, Ohio. So, you know, don't want to, you don't want to get confused. This isn't a local story or anything like that, but I mean, I guess it could happen here, but it didn't. Um, but I guess they met up with her after school to discuss it. And then, um, I think she like, they, they met up at like a park area and I think that's where it went down. And then, um, they, the kids drove off in her van and they took her to like a rural area, dropped the car. Um, they found her on November 3rd of 2021 and she was hidden under a tarp, um, wheelbarrow and railroad ties. Uh, she had been beaten to death with a baseball bat and Miller and Goodale were 16 at the time. So, um... Let's see. When they were like rounded up, I think they tried to kind of. I'm trying to think which one it was. Um, let's see. Yeah, Miller. Miller initially de- denied any involvement in Graber's disappearance, but later stated he had knowledge of everything but did not participate. Um, this is according to court documents. Uh, he told the police that the real killers were a roving group of mass kids. Um, and they forced him to provide his wheelbarrow to help move her body and drive her van from the park. I mean, this obviously this kind of goes to show how haphazard they were about it. Like, they're using his own wheelbarrow. Like, it, the idea that you're going to get away with this is insane. The idea that you needed to do this is even crazier. Um, it's really sad. Like, they are going to be tried as adults, according to, you know, Iowa, you know, law, whatever. Um... Let's see. Yeah, Miller is scheduled for trial um, on March 20th um, in Council Bluff. And then Goodell's trial is on the 5th. So I guess yeah, they're going to be tried separately. Um, yeah, December 5th in Davenport. So yeah, that was just like a, a story that kind of popped out to me. I wanted to get time to at least talk about it a little bit. You know, obviously you're not getting the full coverage here, but hey, it's something, right? You can, if you want to pursue it. Oh yeah, did I, I said that was from The Guardian, right? I got it from The Guardian. This is, yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, let's see, ABC News. Oh my God, my computer being annoying to me. Okay. Uh, CVS Walgreens agreed to $10 billion opioid settlement. 
Um, so this is kind of, you know, additional fallout from, cause I know we talked about the Sacklers, you know, they had an agreement. Um, you know, that was a big settlement. Now, you know, CVS and Walgreens, you know, this isn't mentioned in the article, but I'm also, I've, I've heard that Walmart had agreed to settling up some money to some extent. I didn't research it enough, but I know they, they aren't necessarily involved in this one. This is just more or less focused on them, but, um, CVS agreed to $5 billion and then Walgreens agreed to $4.95 billion. And, you know, more, and it's also to be paid over 15 years. And let's see, I'm trying to think if there's a difference in the CVS one. Yeah, it's over 15 years. Um, Now, in this settlement, they are paying out the money, but they aren't agreeing to any, like, fault or anything like that it's not an apology or any sort like that um also i mean when this money trickles out to the actual people it's going to actually you know benefit you know who you know put this trial in motion obviously it's not going to be a billion dollar number um let's see here uh let's see about 130 million dollars we paid to tribes according to the wednesday statement um, CVS's payments would include $4.9 billion to be paid to states, cities, counties, and other political plaintiffs. So, you know, it's just a trickled out of money, um, paid out over time, uh, more or less, you know, over how opioids, you know, especially in the 90s and stuff, were just so rampant. The prescriptions were just way too much. And, you know, places like CVS and Walgreens were prescribing them. You know, at the end of the day, they were the last line of defense before they go to the patient and say, hey, you know, because that's one of those things where it's like in any given time, you know, if a pharmacist goes, this is a this isn't right. Like something is wrong here. We should talk about this. Um, They have the right to do that. But when everything's standard operating procedure, you just don't do that. And that was a standard operating procedure, you know, so people are allowed to have, you know, these high doses of an opioid, you know, to treat their injuries, to treat their problems, you know, things just spiral out of control. Next thing you know, you can't afford it. Next thing you know, oh, well, we're finally going to fix this issue. Well, I can't go, you know, and get this absurd prescription that I used to have filled and, you know, use or whatever. Uh, okay, great. So I guess I'm going to do what? you spiral out you wind up on the streets doing whatever you can to supplement that um that's just you know a a rough float example i'm just giving you there but there's a reason that these numbers are high there's a reason that there's so many people who have to be held accountable um so good that at least there's some number being paid i think that it should go further that these guys should say sorry fuck it you know you should have your hands a little dirty on this legally but, um, you know, whatever. It is what it is. <laughs> this is where I got that from. Yeah, it was ABC News. Uh, this one is from Yahoo News and also NBC News. We're just hopping broadcasts. Uh, nationwide catalytic converter theft ring made hundreds of millions of dollars, Fed say. Now, um, clap your hands if you've had your catalytic converter stolen. <laughs> I've I've had mine stolen at least two times. That shit fucking sucks. 
Uh, for people who haven't had their catalytic converter stolen, let me tell you how it feels. Let me tell you what it's, what's going on here. Um, essentially, you go to your car because it's not a really noticeable thing that's been stolen. It's essentially a thing in your undercarriage. Now, don't get me wrong. If you're under, if you know what a catalytic converter is, it's like this long pipe-like thing. You know, different apparatuses attached to it, like two or something like that, gasket thingies. I don't know. I'm I'm not a mechanic. Sorry. Um, but essentially this whole thing can get stolen or like a piece of it that's the most important can get stolen and it'll get farmed for money and you can go because like i said usually it's it's the small cut that's the issue because they just take the the most expensive piece the people who are stealing it and that'll make them enough money to get them what they want whatever but i mean essentially you can take the whole thing if you gotta take it um just to make make it quick cut and then go um, and you can get it all harvested. Um, once again, you're a mechanic, let me know how wrong I am here. But essentially, catalytic, um, you know, victim. <laughs> you get in your car, and you start it, and you go, and it's just making the most awful sound. The most awful of sounds. Um, now, a catalytic converter is, like, something that is used to, like, help with pollution, the way it's made, like, the pieces of it. I know it's got, um, I think, platinum and palladium in it. Uh, it's it's listed in the article, but I'm in the weeds here a little bit. Anyway, so you're, um, you know, I'm driving, and it's just making this awful sound. It is so strange. It's so scary the first time this happens to you. And you go and you get it taken in, and, um, you know, your mechanic tells you you got your catalytic converter taken. And it's like, what? Like, what is that? Like some Star Wars piece? Like, no, it's something that, you know, it's something that's part of your car, part of its filtration, yada, yada, yada. And um, that's why your car sounds so weird because, you know, it was cut out. And um, I think for me at the time, and I'm sure there's people, once again, mechanic heads or whoever, and they're like, oh, you got scanned so much money. I think for me, it was maybe like 700 the first time and like a thousand or so the second time um is a lot of money maybe my teenage brain is messing it up but that shit was a lot it's not cheap um you can do it if you have a cool mechanic they'll do like a straight pipe thing or something like that i think it's called but essentially they just kind of weld it or whatever and it's like cool um don't do that. I'm not saying to do that. I'm just saying it can be done, and it's not so expensive, um, and it's much cheaper. But yeah, let's get into it. Sorry. Um, there was a whole ring um, that has been going around and buying stolen catalytic converters. Thus, I mean, you're facilitating this, ramping it up, you know, that's just making it worse. Um, let's see... Something I wanted to read parts of this. Agents raided a $1.7 million home in Homedale, New Jersey, um, allegedly owned by one of the accused, Navin Levin Kana. On his Instagram account, he posted a photo of a, of a necklace with a pendant made to look like a catalytic converter. He could not be reached for comment. Um, so that's the picture that I have in the thumbnail. Um, I thought that was, like, pretty fucking wild to be posting that kind of shit when you're literally in the racket. Like, that's crazy, dog. That's so brazen. Uh, I mean, allegedly, whatever. I don't know. But, um, 
so I guess this is like a whole ring that they, you know, are putting the kibosh on. Um, geez, they reference the story though. Um, in April, a deputy sheriff in Houston was shot and killed when he tried to stop thieves from stealing his converter. Um, let's see here. Uh, da, 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 da. Law enforcement officials said Wednesday they had seized numerous luxury cars as part of the investigation. Oh, here you go. That's what I wanted to read it for. A federal grand jury in the Northern District of Oklahoma charged 13 defendants with conspiracy to receive stolen catalytic converters, conspiracy to commit money laundering, and other related charges. Some of these defendants are accused of selling converters to the Kana operation. So, looks like it all went down from there. Um, so, yeah, I mean, sadly, there's not much ways to really, like, protect against it. Like, some cars are better off if they're, like, lifted up. It's kind of harder, potentially. Um, or, like, they have, like, little guards, like, steel box things you can put over the catalytic converter. Like, once again, the most important part. So, the people are not in, you know, they're not going to try to steal it because it's going to be harder to get or more noisy. But, I mean, uh these little catalytic converters, these, they, they mean with it. They slick with it. Um, all right. I'm going to do my little smoke break and then we'll do our last one. Uh, it's going to be sadly a little sad, but you know, cause you know, I don't like to do the obit shit, but sometimes we got to It's kind of like breaking news a little bit. So, Whew. Ooh. Oh, oh boy. Okay. <sighs> All right. We're back. Um, I got this from TMZ. But, um, sadly, um, Aaron Carter passed away. Um, I don't know. Yeah, Aaron Carter, dead at 34. They, they're really so flat with the titles. Um, but, let's see... Aaron's fiance, Melanie Martin, um, she tells TMZ, my fiance, Aaron Carter, has passed away. I love Aaron with all my heart, and it's going to be a journey to raise my son without a father. Please respect the privacy of my family as we come to terms with the loss of someone we love greatly. Uh, we are still in the process of accepting this unfortunate reality. Your thoughts and prayers are greatly appreciated. <sighs> oh, excuse me. Um, now, you know, don't want to get too in the details here, you know, but they, um, found him at 11 a.m. on Saturday. Um, he had drowned in a tub. It doesn't look like there's any signs of, like, foul play, but, um, yeah, it's just sad news. Um, especially, you know, young, you know, for reference, that's personal reference, at least, uh, that's two years older than me. So, I mean, damn. Um, also, you know, I, uh, don't know too, like, I mean, I grew up on, like, pop music and hip-hop music, whatever, um, not saying that Eric Carr is hip-hop music, don't, don't let me get carried away here, I'm just saying in terms of, like, pop music was something I was listening to, so, um, let's see, yeah, I Want Candy, probably the most known from, like, the songs on the list, um, I totally forgot about That's How I Beat Shaq, though. Oh, my gosh. That's crazy. That's a crazy song. That's <laughs> um, Yeah, I mean, 
Eric Carter was definitely fun music. Um, you know, he had a very dynamic life. Um, so yeah, flowers to him, you know, condolences to his family. Um, but yeah, that's more or less the episode for today, rounding out the weekend there. Hopefully you guys are going to have a good one today when you're listening to this, you know, wherever. And, um, hopefully I see you soon for some more good news. I love you. Bye-bye. Mwah.